We here at Infinity Break love our comics, which is why Nikki and I sit down once a month to talk about the comic books that we've been reading and the comic books that we've been enjoying or else we wouldn't have read them. I'm your host, Ben. And I'm Nikki. And uh, Nikki, we have a hell of a show uh, for people today. Uh, you want to tell us what you've been reading? Sure. Uh, I have been reading. So actually, this brings us back to the very, very first comic book special we ever did. I talked about the first issue of this series, Scorpio, um, by my friend, John Robinson IV, uh, with Art Marco. I'm sorry for mispronouncing any of these names. Marco um, Zufranieri, artist. And um, again, by John Robinson IV, the writer. Um, so the second one came out on, uh, got, was successful on Kickstarter and I got the, uh, digital copy as a backer and, um, I was very excited to read it. It had been a little bit obviously since the first one, but I was really excited. And this one is called How Shadows Move. And basically to kind of sum up where it was in the last issue, there was a uh, multimillionaire named Daniel Shim, who is the descendant of a member of like special people chosen by the signs of the Zodiac, and he's a Scorpio. And he refused to, he was scared of it, and so he said, no, I won't do that. And then it eventually comes back to haunt him. And a group of people come to steal his um his artifact the sword of shadows and that's where it ends is him getting robbed so this one starts with the um the aftermath of him getting robbed and um so obviously we we know who the herald of scorpio is supposed to be him and then we get introduced to some uh to another of the heralds of the zodiac this time libra who's my favorite of course because i'm a libra oh, maybe yeah, yeah, a little bit of bias a little bit of bias mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um except that she's a really attractive lady <laughs> so even better um the art is really good i really enjoy the art style uh, i love the character all the character designs are always really good um John is a really good writer, and I think that he puts a lot of effort both into the diversity of his work, of the characters in his work, and making it um, not too complicated to follow. Because sometimes my issue with a lot of comic books, especially ones that have a lot of words on the page, is that it's hard for me to follow the direction of the boxes sometimes. Oh, yeah? Um, because you, I don't know if you have this problem in a lot of modern oh, comics. Oh, I do. Go on. <laughs> they'll they'll switch the like they'll switch the direction of the boxes. Like sometimes you'll be reading left to right, and then you'll read left to right and be like, "This doesn't make sense." And then it turns out that like you missed a box. Yeah, sometimes. It was supposed to be... um, and I think this is maybe exemplified in the uh, in the digital reader era where there's like guided view sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they'll go like in kind of like a helix sort of thing, where it'll go kind of. I mean, you know, left up down to down right like it's supposed to in English comics, obviously, in English only. And then, you know, back down to bottom left or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So I have that issue um, 
I have that issue with a lot of comics, especially reading them digitally. I have an issue with that because I can't necessarily see the full page at the same time. You know, I have to scroll. And then I'm like, wait, I missed a bubble. So right. yeah, that's my issue with, with comics uh, in the digital era. Um, but I like that this one goes top to bottom. <laughs> I can follow. It's more of a linear progression, so... Um, I definitely have an easier time following it. Uh, like I said before, the character designs, top tier, as always. Um, I had my expectations very high from the beginning after I saw the concept art, and I was not disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the colors. They're, the colors are very strong and um, very bright, uh, which is something I really like. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like, early 2000s Spider-Man comics before they tried to get too detailed with faces and clothing and stuff like that. Now, Nikki, Nikki, because I I feel only with you I have to ask. Uh, 616 or Ultimate? Early 2000s Spider-Man? Uh, this would, this is more of an like an Ultimate um, art style in terms of color. Ah, oh, and, okay, okay, uh, yeah. Um, with, I think that... um, yeah, you know what I'm what I'm saying with kind of the the way that the colors are like placed on the page and um more of simplicity of depth and design uh, as opposed to um, how comic artists today in I know Marvel and DC especially right now over detail everything which ends up distracting from the character design Mm -hmm. and um i like that this has more of a i would i would almost call it painterly oh interesting um more of a simple painterly kind of style to it it definitely reminds me of like early to mid 2000s spider-man um which I like. I like that aesthetic a lot. No, you? Me? Yeah, me. Um, just, I, I, I'm remembering the early digital coloring of, I never read Ultimate Spider-Man, but I definitely read Ultimate X-Men. Um, yes. And the early digital coloring of those first couple X-Books. Woof. Not, not super. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. all. <laughs> um. The coloring for for those designs is like burned into my brain, but it's inarticulable as if I have <laughs> stared at some undescribable beast. Yeah, I like that this that it doesn't try to get too like it's not too overly detailed or dark. Um, I like that it focuses on the on the characters rather than the backgrounds and i think that in so doing it gives a lot of personality to every single character who's in it even the background characters yeah yeah no i i have seen the the graphic design and um concept art floating around because that's about all i've seen i've yet to read this book myself uh but obviously uh john is a mutual of mine as well so i have seen uh that stuff popping around on my twitter feed and i gotta say that is really some uh phenomenal character design work um yeah what a all I know about this book, uh, besides besides what you have told me, and besides what I uh, continue to see, is just like some absolutely phenomenal 
very concrete character concepts, which like is essential when you are not working with uh, you know eighty year old IP, which is a concept right. we will get to later in this very episode. Yeah, I think that um, what I like about it is it's like you would think that someone <laughs> you would think that someone would have done this before because um, heralds of the zodiac that each have very important artifacts with special powers seems like something that someone would have been all over like a long time ago. I think, I mean, I think to be fair, I think they have, (laughs) I think, um, I'm not calling it a tired concept, but I think, um, I think go to naming patterns for independent projects. Like if you have like a council or a group of people, I think naming things after the Zodiac, the Greek gods, or like angels are go-tos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't, I'm sure there's... I think it's more that this isn't, this is a Western series and not an anime. An anime does that a lot. Oh, oh, is there a But not Western comics. I mean, there's Saint Seiya, but... I don't fucking read, nerd. You gotta tell me what this it's is. It's not a book, it's an anime. Um, oh, it's, it's, it's well, literally the anime either. is Saint Seiya Knights of the Zodiac. Oh, duh. Which is why every time I say I'm like talking about the Heralds of the Zodiac in this book, I keep wanting to say Knights of the Zodiac, but that's not, it's not the same. But um, it's not as common in Western comics to talk about, like to characterize the Zodiac um, as it is in obviously like anime or manga. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I think I uh, I can't think of a specific is I can't think of specific examples, but I, I well at least Greek gods. People name shit like Project Hermes all the time. Yeah, no Greek gods. Um, that's because obviously like the West, um, you know, gets a lot from uh, the Greeks. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure does. But the zodiac. Um, is definitely, in my experience, more used in anime and manga. Like, I can think of, like, three that use it. Mm-hmm. But um, they're they're still not the same as this. A lot of them, they have, like, they're their named after them. Um, like, that's their code name. But here, it's, um, like, they get special supernatural powers from artifacts um, assigned to each of the signs of the Zodiac. Um so, like, the main character is a Scorpio, which, you know, I mean, yeah, about how... time a, a Scorpio became a main character, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for everyone's benefit, I'm sure. I know nothing about astrology. <laughs> so, how, wait, how do those pa- powers manifest, then? Um, Like, in the person. So, the person, like, so this, um, he, like, as in the first issue when Daniel Shim is describing it, like, kind of giving the backstory, he talks about his father and how his father quote-unquote believed in ghosts Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and he like he would um study the zodiac and it says he treated it like a religion or worse a cult which it kind of is um and so he taught he so daniel's dad taught him everything he taught him like traditional arts and he taught him about the mythical power of resonating with one's sign. So basically these, I think these people are born like 
it's part it's a bloodline legacy okay and that the power of the zodiac resonates with certain people um the reason that that he got robbed in the first place is because he refused to accept that power and now a bunch of, now some people want to steal his artifact which is the sword of shadows Oh, hell yeah. Okay, cool. I, I very much, that is one of my favorite tropes is the, um, wow, about to call one of the steps of the hero's journey a trope, but I do love a refusal of power. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, it's just like he has everything he wants. He has, like it's like a, um, like exactly the perfect, uh, the perfect backstory to be completely messed up by supernatural forces yes, finally coming to get true. you. Right? I'm not wrong. Like, refusal of the journey is like step three or something, right? Yes, I think so. And then the mentor has to be like, get your fucking act together, Frodo Baggins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you go out there and you drop that ring in a volcano. <laughs> you, you will do it and you will like it. Actually, well, actually, I guess Frodo doesn't need convincing, but whatever. No, I think he just goes, he's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I will do it, but I do not know the way. Well, good. It sounds like that is a, a good manifestation of the um, of the kind of uh, astrological trope of the Zodiac um, when it comes to character designs. That sounds like a, a much more interesting take than a lot of uh, other iterations I've seen of that. And I am, uh, you know, congratulations to John on your second issue. Yeah, I'm really excited for number three. <laughs> Whenever that happens, John, please make more. <laughs> I know that COVID is hard. <laughs> well, we'll be right there. We'll be right there to back it. Uh, yes, yes, I will. I know. I, I'm sure you got an early release because of Kickstarter or whatever. But um, is that is that available anywhere? Is that available on his site? I think the second one might be available. Let's see, IV Wall. Hang on. You can go ahead and shoot the shit while I look. No. Okay. Okay. Yes. It is now available to the public at large. Oh, hell yeah. As of July 3rd. Okay. Wonderful. Well, we, uh, we obviously highly encourage people to check that out. Uh, Nikki, can I talk about what I've been reading? Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> all right. As a little side tangent, uh, for Parascience, I have been reading The Haunting of Hill House, the original Shirley Jackson book. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very good and it's very, very creepy. Um, and it is very, very antiquated. Um, and I don't mean like it's problematic. I mean, there's a lot of scenes where people are like, anyway, to the drawing room. Uh-huh. That's all. It's just like, well, this conversation is best had in a parlor. Um, but good spooky, good suspense. That's all I'm saying. And also, uh, uh, Nikki, because you're on Parascience, <laughs> beware. Oh, uh, uh, no further, great. No further comments on that. The, uh, book oh. that I've been reading, oh. however, is... Let me pull up the fucking credits again. Uh, the book that I've been reading is New Superman Volume 1 Made in China, specifically issues 1 through 3 by Jean Luen Yang, Victor Bogdanovic, and Richard Friend. Which is, uh, Nikki, have you heard of this book? It is a, um, I mean, it is it is the Chinese Superman book. I have not, actually. Um, this is my first time hearing of it. Or if I have um, come into contact with it before, I definitely haven't read it. 
Uh, well, it's an interesting book. Um, I mean, huh. so I don't read a lot of modern Marvel and DC mm-hmm. because it's so. We've had this conversation a dozen and a half times. Mm-hmm. Universes are shared universes are a mess. Cross yes. title continuity is a mess. Yes. At one point in the first, this book came out four years ago. At one point in the first couple of issues, they say like, well, since Superman is dead, and my gut reaction was, the fuck again? <laughs> I just, I, what what happened in 2016? When did, wait, New 52 was 2011. Wasn't it, wait, didn't they like reverse that in 2016? Hang on a second. Yeah, they did, but DC it was dumb. Comics News 2016. Because they did that. Here's the thing: is fucking DC has that. They do like a rebrand. Rebirth. Every, yeah, DC Rebirth, and then there was like DCU, which was like 2017 only. Yeah. Uh, so it was a rebirth to restore a sense between pre-Flashpoint era and the New 52. Oh, that's right. Because that's when they started doing the Superman bullshit. Right before or during Bendis? No, because Bendis started in 2018. God, comics, fuck. <laughs> Continuity? What's that? But I know for a while there was like two Supermen simultaneously because like Bronze Age Superman and Modern Superman were occupying the same space at one point and only one of them had Lois and a kid. A comic, it's confusing. And I, so I cracked this book open and they're like, well, since Superman's dead. Damn it, again, Clark. <laughs> stop dying, Clark. Clark. Stop Clark Clint. Clark Kent, stop dying <laughs> challenge, 2018. Clark, Clark Clint. Clark stop. Clint. Yeah, I know. Leave me alone. Uh, so this book is basically about a, a Chinese um, government research firm uh, attempting to create the Justice League of China. Uh, oh hey Ben, guess what mm-hmm. happened in 2016 that I think that you're gonna you're gonna love to remember? That was three jokers. All right, this has been Comic Evasion. It's a monthly podcast in which uh, Nikki and uh, Ben um, talk about the comics that they've been reading, the comics that we've been enjoying, and it's all thanks to you or our patrons. Uh, thanks for donating money. It's the end of the show now. Goodbye. <laughs> I feel like we were just talking about how much we hate that and it turns out that was 2016. I don't care for modern Batman. <laughs> Dark side dies again. <laughs> yeah, good for him. God, I wish that were me. Uh, the death of Lois and Clark. What? Alright, whatever. The death of Tim Drake. God, stop. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't... I don't, line. I don't want to go nuts Bruce on Wayne this. Returns. Green Lantern Heaven, Superman Came Back, The Watchmen Cometh. Oh, fuck. And that's Wally right. West. Well, because Flashpoint's been, or not Flashpoint. What's that called? The watch, the new Watchmen. What's New Watchmen called? The Button? Watchmen 2017 or whatever? Uh, the, the, the great... I did not even pay attention to it because I didn't like it the first time around. Uh, well, we have, we have differing opinions on The Watchmen. Um, but whatever. Anyway, that, that book took like 15 months to come out. Maybe even longer. Um, no, I think much longer. I think like three years. It, okay. Point being. So you're, so Chinese Superman? Yeah. So, uh, ignoring all other continuity because I had to, for the sake of this book, um, 
Yeah, it is about a, a kind of Chinese uh, research government firm attempting to create, um, attempting to create basically the uh, the Justice League of China. Uh, their logic is that yeah, we are having uh, rapid economic growth right now, uh, and that means that we are having kind of a rapid growth of uh, Western style supervillainy, is what they say. Um, so which means they are fully getting like you know armored people showing up in the streets being like you know trying to kidnap certain individuals or or uh you know rob banks or whatever um uh as as china becomes more and more economically mobile which i think they've been for more than just the last 10 years but whatever um point being so they're they're uh plan to counteract that is to basically make their own justice league but have it be uh, government run from the start and that means they are attempting to quote beat the westerners at their own game by creating new superman batman and wonder woman of china um hmm. and that means so here it's an interesting take because you know kind of by its nature all three of those heroes are branded similarly um so you know a, a, as opposed to the way these characters were originally created, where they were created by three separate uh, creative teams that were all bought under one umbrella and merged into a universe that, you know, they weren't intended for. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, action yeah. comics, sensational comics, and um, uh, <laughs> boy, blinking on the name of the major one, Detective Comics. Sorry, DC. Um, you know, whereas these, these are all they're all branded similarly. They all have kind of like primary color costumes with gold trim uh, or gold piping, I guess. Uh, they are all kind of learning how to be the new Batman, new Wonder Woman, and new Superman together. Um, they are mm -hmm. they are all three of them uh, amateurs to a degree, even though they have, uh, you know, uh, I guess it's implied that the uh, Chinese Batman and Chinese Wonder Woman uh, have some sort of training prior to this. Um Chinese Wonder Woman specifically has a, uh, she has the round shield, but she has like one of those really long uh, uh, martial arts spears. Awesome. Um, I can't claim to, uh, I don't know enough about uh, ancient Chinese culture or Chinese culture of any uh, era, I guess, uh, to properly identify that weapon. But I think you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I see it in my head. Um, yeah, but it's rad. No, it's it's a rad take on them um, because there is also a, a clear uh, cultural difference. It, it's kind of got the the cultural secondhand knowledge where I guess like I was describing like, oh, yeah, I know this to be a thing, but I don't really know the details of it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how the main character, uh, Kenan Kong, uh, thinks about Superman. He's like, oh, yeah, I heard about him. I don't really know what his deal is, but I've heard about him. <laughs> You know, in the same way that, like, perhaps everyone in America knows, like, oh, yeah, that's that's Superman and he gets his power from the sun and all that. He's just like, wait, he's solar powered? I've never heard that before. <laughs> um, you know, that's a really interesting, um, like, just the basis of, like, oh, we're going to make our own version of America's most famous superheroes. It, it's very similar in the way that, like, in, in the way that we homogenize everything that happened like three or four hundred years ago, 
mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Like, all of 1800s was the Victorian era, even though she only ruled for, like, 40 years. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the way we, or, or the way we misorder uh, events. It's the same thing here with, like, yeah, I mean, I've heard of Superman. Can he, does he, can he do that? I don't remember if that's one of his powers. <laughs> um, which I think well, is it is a, now. Yeah, which I, I think is a fun spin on it. They probably don't even know about Themyscira or anything like that. It's like, yeah, she's the Wonder Woman. She she got a, a sword. That's her gimmick, right? And they, they don't necessarily know anything past that, which I think is a fun thing. <laughs> um, and it includes him having to basically research this uh, this uh, research government firm. Uh, is like, okay, here's some videos. You need to watch these. This guy's called the Green Lantern. You know, stuff like that uh, to familiarize himself with his, his Western counterpart. Um so right off the bat, it's an interesting origin story uh, from that concept alone, but also because like, because this is a character that is created in 2016. The storytelling style is much, much, much different from if the same character were made in hypothetically 1938 or 1939 in uh, Superman and Batman's case, respectively. Um, or even like, uh, you know, Captain America where the origins for those characters are a page. Right. Um, you know, specifically, I, I, you know, I've, I've read, obviously, the original Captain America page. And, like, he is bulked up by the end of page one. It's like, mm-hmm. this is Steve Rogers. He's noble. He took the serum. It's Captain America now. Whoa! Um, Spider-Man's is extraordinary in that it takes, I think, three pages for him to get bit by a spider. <laughs> That is still I know, very a, quick. A horrible, horribly long time. I mean, can you imagine what audiences at the time, they were like turning to the first page. They're like, what? I have to follow this puny high school student? Or, oh, okay. Three pages and there's the spider. God, I've already read 50 words. Fuck. <laughs> My patience has run out. You know, but you know what I, I mean? Like they Spider-Man. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like the way these stories were told in like the 30s and 40s, it's like, okay, cut to the gist. Quick, 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 quick. Show them the superhero. Um, so you know stuff that is stuff that is taken for a given, like oh, obviously this small Irish child has uh, volunteered himself to be injected with weird chemicals to fight Nazis. Yes, of course, <laughs> of course he has. Like you know, we don't need to think about it too long. Um, whereas, so what happens is this character, Keenan Kong. Um, is approached by the head of this uh, government research firm um, after he's witnessed doing like an act of heroism um, in basically the town square um, against a, a supervillain. Uh, and she's like, you know, mm-hmm. you have the heart of a hero. We've, we've seen you in action. Do you want to submit to these government tests? <laughs> and like it cuts to the next page and he's like already in like the, the, you know, medical like prep flight suit or whatever. Um, and it so it kind of felt like one of those, one of those like one page origin stories from the fifties. I'm like, oh, all right, I guess we're here. Like, you know, the next line is her saying, like, did he sign off on all that paperwork? <laughs> yeah, all right, I guess we've just moved on. We're here. <laughs> Time to inject this boy with some radiation. <laughs> um, so, so that that felt a little weird. Um, but you know, I, I, look, I get it. Let's get that out of the way and let's get right into the superhero stuff. Um, and I think what's an interesting spin about that, whereas, you know, even, even a Superboy, when we read Superboy stories, we watch him kind of 
learn how to use his powers as a child and he has guidance or whatever. Um, as new Superman, Keenan Kong is like in a, uh, in a situation that is like actively hostile to him and he's not really being mentored to learn his powers. They're just kind of firing off at random because he just got them all injected at once and hasn't had to grow up with them. Mm. Um, in addition to that, he's a jerk. <sighs> um, so, you know, Superman's whole gimmick is that he's raised by kindly Midwesterners, or kindly Midwestern uh, farmers uh-huh. who are like, now Clark, here's how to be nice. Uh, this kid's a dickhead. Uh, uh, he, he is an asshole. He is arrogant. He has very poor judgment skills. Uh, he's mega fat phobic for some reason. Um... He rightfully hates the rich. That shit's good. Uh, but, but he's he's just a he boy. He's just a motherfucker, <laughs> uh, which is in very 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 strong cro- contrast to Clark Kent. Um, and it's very interesting, basically, kind of watching. So far, watching power kind of humble him. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, approaching Superman from the opposite angle. Which is what if this dickhead had powers and became nice. Um, which I like. I appreciate. Um, I mean, I'm only three issues Don't you in, hate but... being a dickhead? Don't you just want to be nice? <laughs> Don't you just... As opposed to, like, Clark Kent. Aren't you tired of being nice? Don't you just want to go ape shit? <laughs> no, no, but it's... Aren't you tired of being an asshole? Don't you just want to be nice? But it's Clark directed at Bruce. <laughs> But it's it's that meme of like Daisy staring at Peach, but it's just Clark with his like red eyes. Don't you just want to be nice? Wanna, don't you just want to be nice? Um, yeah. So uh, th- this dumb fuck reveals his secret identity, uh, and by the end of the second issue, to like the entire nation of China. Um, and so now it, all of China knows you're a dick. All of China knows you're Superman. So literally the next thing that happens is it cuts to uh, the Justice League watchtower and you see Batman watching the monitors <laughs> and, you know, seeing, uh, you know, quote, the new Batman standing behind the new Superman. And I guess <laughs> Superman's dead now, whatever. And you can just see him going, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, here we go. Yeah. Extremely stern. Uh, 2016 Batman with like his his yellow piping around the the bat logo you can see one of the flashes unclear which one in the background like doing a double take and you just see him going hmm Uh, also a panel that just says uh, Metropolis USA LexCorp an intriguing opportunity so now Lex knows there's a new Superman which I'm sure he'll take um, very nicely. I'm sure. I'm sure that's news that'll go great for old Lexi Luther. <laughs> old Lexi Luther. Old Alexander Luthar. Um, I don't know. It's. I think it's an interesting concept. It's interesting to, because in pretty much every version of the Justice League story, including the New Fifty Two, you know, we mm-hmm. we meet these characters to one degree or another, or at least these characters meet each other. After they have some experience under their belts. Uh-huh. Which, maybe under the belts isn't what I meant to say, because that makes it sound like Batman fucks, which we know he does, but it doesn't matter. 
Um, no, but like, you know, like, even in the New 52, like, Batman's fought a couple dudes by now. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So it's interesting to basically watch, and even though they aren't Clark, Bruce, and Diana, it's interesting to watch the three of them try to figure out how to be the League and themselves together. Um, because it's not the other way around where it where it's they've already figured out themselves and now they have to figure out how to be a team. They don't know how to do either of those things yet. Uh, yeah, really interested. I bought uh, both volumes last night, and I'm uh, or excuse me, the first two volumes last night. I believe there's more after that, and I'm uh, very excited to keep uh, keep going on this one. Sounds sounds really good. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a fun concept. Uh, lasted about two years, so I presume that's about four volumes, and I'm really excited to keep reading. Um, oh, uh, an interesting thing is that uh, uh, the new Superman costume very much looks like Shazam. Uh, because it is all red and has like a yellow logo on the front. Which means it's like close enough to being uh, close enough to being Shazam that I can appreciate it. And I'm looking at the cover to volume two and I see uh, actual Clark Kent on there and I can see what is very clearly uh, new Flash. Uh, so this is going to slap. Can't wait for new Flash. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have my login to my comicsology, so if you want to read this, you can. Yeah, I think I will. All right. Hell yeah. Um, but that's all I've got to say. I, I think it's a really good book. Um, I'm excited to read more of it. I, I, I don't know how this ends. I don't know the circumstances under which the book came to an end, uh, but I, I just hope these characters keep popping up. I would much rather these characters than... Uh, an additional two jokers. Yeah, that's like three jokers too many. That's the, yeah, arguably that's three jokers too many. I, I don't know who this this new Harley is either, but I don't care. Purple Harley, I think. I don't care for her either. I don't know her concept. I just don't care for her. I mean, yeah. <laughs> can I can I offer you my my spiciest DC take? In addition to all my problems with continuity and and everything. What is it? Too many clowns. Yeah, too many clowns. That's five clowns. There's three jokers, a Harley, and a punchline. I want no clowns. Riddler I'm can sorry. Riddler can stay. Riddler's new, not a clown. New Harley's name is Punchline? Her name is Punchline. She's new Harley. Purple Harley. And her name is Punchline? Purple Harley. I didn't make her. <laughs> that is the stupidest name. Well, she's yeah. Well, she's the Joker's girlfriend. She's new Harley. She's purple. She's a clown. Yeah, no kidding. I don't think it's a great character concept. <laughs> I want to be clear. I'm against. Why this. do they keep doing this? I don't. Why do they keep doing this? Well, because here's the thing. They, I mean, they. I mean, look, the, my presumption is they want to have it both ways. They want Harley Quinn to be, you know, liberated and with Ivy and, you know, doing her solo books. But they also want a Joker and Harley dynamic. So they just made two Harleys. And one of them isn't Harley. It's Purple Harley. She doesn't even look like Harley, though. Who isn't liberated or whatever. I don't know. I haven't read the book. And you see what I'm getting at. Yeah, I don't think she looks anything like Harley. Because, well, I know, but, like, she's the clown girlfriend, is all I mean. 
Yeah. Because, you know, comics is, like, incapable of growth. Like, even when characters under, you know, undergo change, they have to find a way to maintain the status quo at the same time. And sometimes that's, like, Batman R.I.P., where Batman disappears for a while and Dick Grayson becomes the Batman, but then Bruce Wayne comes back. You know, or whatever with any number of legacy characters where, you know, Simon Baz gets to be Green Lantern, but, oh, no, how's, how's Green Lantern again? Don't worry. Don't worry, everyone. He's still here. You know, it's it's the same thing where, like, you know, Harley broke up with Joker. Now Harley is her own character and she has her own books. But don't worry, there can still be a Harley who has Joker and Harley's purple now. You know, they, they can never really move on from stasis. Which is why I don't read a lot of Marvel and DC. <laughs> Unless it's, like, weird, you know, long-running character books like Moon Knight or whatever. Who's going to editorially yeah. mandate Moon Knight? No, no one gives a fuck about Moon Knight, except for me, Benjamin C. Hamlin. You can find me online at Ben C. Hamlin. That is B-E-N-C-H-A-M-L-I-N. Nikki, where can people find you? At by underscore rogues. Hell, hell of a segue out of here, huh? Uh-huh. All right. You can find us both at infinitybreak.net. That's where we're telling stories our own way at infinitybreak23 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can check out our other shows, Parascience, uh, in which we do uh, kind of do a paranormal uh suspense adventure uh now told in the fate system uh, i think it's a phenomenal show uh i'm the dungeon master of that and nikki is uh my player if you want the reverse dynamic of that nikki where can people find your show uh, my show is legends of laia we stream every other sunday at 1 p.m pacific standard time on twitch.tv forward slash infinity break gaming uh, that i don't want to date the show <laughs> <laughs> yes no, yeah. Um, but yeah, every other every other Sunday. If if you go and follow us, um, you can turn on notifications and get notified of when we're streaming. We're always doing cool stuff there. Sometimes we're playing games. Sometimes we're streaming tabletop. We have our one shots every month. We have our one shots every month. Yeah, we we do a lot of fun stuff over on Twitch.tv forward slash Infinity Break Gaming. Nikki, you and I have not had the opportunity to stream together. That's true. We haven't gamed yet. We should uh, do that sometime. We should. We gotta think. I gotta think of something to play. Yeah, it should be fun. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find both of us. Uh, incidentally, I am also launching a new show soon uh, with my podcast uh, co-host Leslie Yates. Uh, we are going to be doing an exploration of television and genre on Syndicated with Leslie and Ben, which is going to be coming out later this summer. Uh, stay tuned to our new news blog at infinitybreak.net forward slash news for more information on that. Our first season is going to be an exploration of workplace comedies. So we very much encourage you to check that out when the show launches, uh, I believe, in late August. Uh, so stay very tuned to all the stuff we're doing at infinitybreak.net forward slash news. This show would not be popular. Excuse me. <laughs> this show would not be possible uh, without your uh, incredible support over at patreon.com forward slash infinitybreak, where you can get behind the scenes information, including uh, us talking about Lord of the Rings in this very episode. Um over on patreon.com forward slash infinity break for as little as one dollar a month we highly appreciate your support it helps keep this podcast network running uh, i think that's about everything for me though uh nick you doing anything else nope i think i'm done for now all right then this has been the comic invasion and we will see you next month with more comics thank you very much for listening bye